welcome to a very special edition of the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And that lovely introduction was from Cozy Corner's own music guy. And that was, of course, Black Sabbath's Iron Man in honor of one of the characters in the movie we're talking about today. We are given a little love to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because Avengers Endgame is out. And this is indeed a historic moment, 11 years in the making. Uh, cinematic universe no one has ever really done quite what they've been able to accomplish with this and faith what do you think of what they've accomplished i think it is absolutely incredible i think it's incredible almost as incredible as a hulk would you say yes yeah so uh yesterday we talked about 2012's marvel's the avengers today we are talking about 2015's the age of ultron also written and directed by mr joss whedon a booger movie hall of fame candidate for his work on buffy the vampire slayer this movie reunites all of the cast it also adds a few few new members one of them is a really good booger and we're going to get to him in a second but first faith what do you think of age of ultron i am partially maybe obsessed with this movie <laughs> how so i don't know it's tied with infinity war is my favorite but it's one that i always kind of go back to and watch it's one of my, i love it now, this is very interesting because when i saw this movie for the first time i was kind of ho-hum on it um, it was a transition movie to me, moving into the whole Infinity Stones thing. And I was aware of what was going on. And I was kind of ready for him to get on with it. So now my view on this movie has changed considerably since then. In fact, I just watched it yesterday and I think it's absolutely brilliant. I think this movie is actually getting better with age, especially now that you see all the strands coming together right. with uh, leading towards Infinity War and Endgame. So what is it about this movie that keeps you coming back to it? I really don't know. I mean, I guess seeing the first one and seeing how well that did and then going into the second one, you know, it could have been a flop, but I think it turned out really good. And I think when I originally saw this, the wow factor wasn't there for me. Like with the first movie where you get all the characters coming together. Well, we've right. seen it. And and so they can't you can't have that feeling exactly. again. And so I think maybe that colored it a little. Maybe, maybe. I went in thinking I was going to get something else now watching it again this movie has a lot going for it there's a lot of interesting themes at play here did you catch anything on this rewatch for this show not particularly what about you i really caught the whole father son creator createe devil I can, god yeah, I can thing going that. on which has always been there i just had either forgot it had been a while since i'd seen it. i'd forgotten about it or had you know filed it away but i think they do a really good job with all that i think there's more depth in this movie than in the first one Oh, I think so, too. So we do have the addition of a new booger here, and he is the villain of the piece, and it is the titular Ultron. I got to say titular. Did you like that? Titular. Titular. <laughs> the titular Ultron in Faith. He's played by one of my favorite actors of all time. Yes, he is. Would you like to tell the people out there who he plays him? He is played by James Spader. He is indeed an old friend of Robert Downey Jr.'s, and I think he uh, recommended him for this. Now, what's really interesting, and I caught this on the rewatch last night, the similarities between Ultron and Tony Stark. Uh, like I said, I, I, I don't know what state of mind I was in the first time I saw this, but with all the, uh, the plot uh, strands being together now, he's a really interesting character. And this movie really is about Tony. And it's really about his obsession with protecting the world. And mm -hmm. Ultron kind of becomes his... Uh, there's a there's there's a phrase I'm looking for, but he's definitely a symbol of his ego. And did you notice how Ultron kind of mimics Tony mm -hmm. in a lot of ways? You know, yes. I know, he, you know the brain synapses working, but uh, 
I think they mentioned something how, you know, the imprint or something is very much like Tony, but Spader kind of has a real downy delivery, doesn't he? He does. And I don't know of anyone else who could have done this outside of Spader uh, without maybe having Downey do the uh, do the voice himself of right. Ultron. What did you think of Spader's performance here? I loved it. Um, I think I actually just noticed it recently that it was James Spader because I haven't really you know, kept up with them that much. Right. Um, there is such a thing as a James Spader performance, and this is the James Spader performance defined here. The he, kind of sinister, creepy yeah. voice that kind of brings you in with a little tinge of honey to it, and the kind of affectation where he doesn't really care about you. No. <laughs> he's above you. I think he's a great actor. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. I absolutely adore Spader. And I think Spader, uh, time will, will tell on this, Spader kind of has a Shatner vibe to mm-hmm. him. And I think he's our modern-day Shatner for... Better or for worse. I'm sure some out there are probably scratching their heads, but watch Boston Legal. He was on that show with Shatner, and they really complement each other really well. Um, so I think it's very interesting. This movie also sets up a lot of things. They mentioned Wakanda in this movie for the first time, mm-hmm. the Vibranium. Uh, bring in Andy Serkis as Clow, I think is his name. And uh, so you see he comes back in Black Panther. So this movie is a transitional movie in a lot of ways. And I felt that this should have been more of a period, as I mentioned yesterday. 2012's The Avengers was kind of a period on that end of phase one, and I thought this needed to be more of a kind of a declaration, but it kind of really sets the stage for some things to come. So, maybe, and it's maybe really that's all why I off. like it so much, maybe because I was like, ooh, you know, waiting for what's going to come after. Maybe that's it why could I be. like it so much. I was... it, it could be. So, uh, what did you think? Uh, what did you think of the character relationships in this movie, especially uh, Bruce Banner and Natasha Romanoff? I I, I like their relationship in a way, but I don't know. It's I think little, it I think it makes a lot of sense. It, it does, but uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. And what did you think about the whole Hawkeye backstory? Because that really sold me on this. And Jeremy Renner, I think, is really good. I think he's the heart of this movie. Yeah, like you said, he stood out to you in this film and. I think he's pretty good, this movie. He's not one that usually stands out to me. but. And I like that they gave Hawkeye a little something to do in this movie because he's kind of the guy with the bow and arrow, right. just the guy with the bow and arrow. And he actually says that in the movie. I think it's a great line. None of this makes any sense. Everything's weird. We're fighting robots on a floating city, and I've got a bow and arrow. <laughs> so I like I like the little self-referential nature. Uh, it didn't get too meta with, with what they were doing, but that was a nice little moment. You have a few favorite moments, don't you? I do. Um I wrote, well, I have a favorite quote that I have Please here. Please do share. Um, from, from Bruce, he was telling the Scarlet Witch, I could choke you, I could choke the life out of you and never turn a shade. Bruce Banner is a dangerous man. I loved him in this movie. He's great in this I movie. I loved him he? in this movie. He, uh, let's talk about Ruffalo. We didn't talk about him on the Avengers uh, episode, but... Uh, what do you think of him as Banner and the Hulk? Because I think he brings a sense of uh, real intelligence. You can tell he that he's does. a smart guy, but he th- this wiry, nervous yes. energy. But he's not like a snitch you see in like a prison movie. You know, they're all right. wound up. He's not wound up, but there's a very quiet menace to him. Right. When I first saw him and, you know, first saw he was the Hulk, I was kind of like, hmm, that's an interesting choice. And I wasn't sure if... That's the first person I would have thought of. And you have to put that in perspective. Edward Norton had already played the Hulk, and we failed to mention that movie on yesterday's podcast when we talked about uh, the movies leading into the Avengers. Incredible Hulk is a part of that universe, and that movie to me didn't work. Some of it worked, some of it didn't, and I felt like that movie especially could be more of a horror movie. Uh, The Mm -hmm. Hulk movie could definitely fall into that kind of booger movie realm. And uh, but I think Ruffalo plays him with just that kind of sense of menace, and but 
but Banner always seems like he's a decent man. Mm-hmm. There's just, he's got a problem. Oh, yeah. After seeing him in the actual movie, I'm like, wow, okay. I can see why, you know, he's a good pick. I love him. So you were with this movie from the beginning, and I've kind of come around on yes. it now that we are getting to the end game yes. of it all. Do you have anything else you would like to add about Avengers Age of Ultron? If you have not seen it, then I think you need to. No strings on me. <laughs> so, uh, great movie, as we said with the Avengers. You can find this everywhere. If you haven't seen this movie, please get out from the rock that you have been living mm-hmm. under. And as we said on yesterday's uh, episode, please take a minute to appreciate the history of what you are seeing because this has never been accomplished in the history of motion pictures. It might not be. Uh, we don't know what they're going to do moving forward. So appreciate this for what it is and just take a minute and uh, and enjoy all these films and, and especially these wonderful Avengers movies. And I'm sure by now most of you listening have seen Endgame. So... We're going to eventually get around to talking about it. It's going to be great. Eventually. Eventually. (laughs) So uh, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side.